0: To the Birds Review, the only podcast is by the fans for the fans and with the fans. We're going to the NFC Championship, guys. We're there. <laughs> We're going there. Oh, it was so good. The underdogs, the dogs. You know that the, those those dog hats that uh, Lane Johnson and Chris Long uh, got actually ran out <laughs> on Amazon. I think I saw in the sub. Um, underdogs again at home. We that And was, they're
1: letting us bring them in. Yeah.
0: They're letting they're, they're even like letting they, us bring they, it they in. Must
1: be allowed to, yeah, they the stadium. What was it? They put up a post saying just like wear take it off on your way through security and you yep. can wear it in the stadium.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: like it's this, so
0: funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is ah, oh, this this game was so great. I gotta get into that. I just wanna jump right into this game. Um started off let's be honest did not start off well um the the, the first play like he slipped who he slipped <laughs> oh like, um uh tory smith
1: yeah like he literally slipped like yeah. falls his leg slid out from under him.
0: Oh yeah like, quack, yeah it was a bad underthrow quack. it was a good play by smith On to just to just uh, you know, try to fall back to get that PI run into the defenders, say he he obstructed me from making that catch. Good play by him, um, but that did not, yeah. But like, do you mean
1: it's one of those things where he was gonna go back for it anyway? Just your man obviously got caught and the safety didn't give him a shout that he Mm -hmm. had it, yeah, yeah. Like, do you mean it was lucky more than anything? But like, I thought it was ballsy to like for a first play of the game, you're gonna go. Know a 50 yard, 60 yard <laughs> bomb to 26. I mean, cool, you know. You're really, you know, here's my dick, here's how big it is. Your <laughs> turn, <laughs> but like, I, it was unfortunate because, like, do you know what I mean? That that thrown didn't concern me too much. was like, oh man, here we yeah. go, but like, because he slipped, he, he slipped, but... but he slipped. He, that was it. It wasn't like that was a baldy troop, he slipped, but then the one right after where he tried to throw past the earth, and so we're like. 15 yards over, that's
0: so like, well, oh, okay. That's, that's, that's well. afterwards. Um, actually, we yeah. have, we have, we have one, one play before that uh, is the JGI fumble, which was awful. Oh yeah.
1: I've tried to, I've tried to, you know, well, like he, they literally got their head on the ball. It, yep. That's not his fault. Like it is his fault. Like he tried to fight to stay up. No, not gonna,
0: that was, but like, it, it, it was a good hit. Yeah. But it was also, you can't fumble the ball. And in the end, zone. like, everyone's always making that hit. I don't know. It's, it's, that's one of those plays that I'm not going to say, I'm not going to call for his head. And especially because he had such a good um, uh, second quarter and only second quarter, uh, first quarter. And because he didn't play base loop for the rest of the game. But you, that was such a blow to the gut. I was watching that. I'm like, oh, shit. That's how this game is going to go. And look, defense Mm. defense, defense stepped up, you know, they get that ball. Yeah. Okay. They drive down for the field goal, but like Fletcher Cox, man, he, he, you kind of forget because that, you know, a lot of positions are rhythmic, you know, you need to get into good rhythm. Like throughout the season, like we had like the Panthers game where Cox just blew up and like, we've been saying how he's been playing well, but when he plays, he played 90% of the snaps and he was a beast the whole game yeah. through, the whole way through. He was disrupting. He was being double teamed, and he was still disrupting. Matt Ryan had didn't have more than three seconds on. I, I could count on my finger on on my on my on my hands how many times Matt Ryan had more than three seconds to throw the ball, which is an, even with him running out and running <clears throat> around. Fletcher Cox especially stepped out stepped up in this game. Brandon Graham stepped up in the run game too, but. Either way, let's, they, 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 you know, Jenkins, bad coverage on Sanu. He was playing zone. Two people entered into his zone. You know, uh, it looked like, it looked like Kendricks kind of missed, kind of was a bit too forward. Sanu gets a catch, reception, first down. Um, and then, and then, you know, they, we, we get them to third down. And Michael Kendricks is just blatantly blocked in the back on a run of theirs. There were a lot of bad calls that weren't called against us. Um but then again you could claim that some of the calls like on Mills were were bad were, were bad, call- were bad no, no calls too. But like blatant blocking the back against him. There was a blatant holding on Barnett later on. It was ridiculous. Um and then one of the weird
1: things I don't know if they missed like two or three times was um Julio Jones like literally P.I.ed Jalen yeah, Mills twice. That was
0: yeah, on that on that pick it, it was that was insane. I was gonna get to that. That was ridiculous. He just he hit him like like nothing. It was.
1: And the commentator was like, "Oh, great job by Julio Jones was playing a bit of DB." There I was like, "What? No, he didn't. He just like grabbed him." Was like, How is that yeah. I was a PI. It's like, "Oh, because it's Julio Jones." Okay. Yeah.
0: He got there early, <laughs> and he hit him, and he didn't even try going for the ball. It was awful. Yeah. should have. There were two plays which should have been a pick. Um. Uh. You know, Kendrick's also dropped that pick later on. You know. We really like. Yeah, it was crazy. You're you're always torn because like it's a nice play, Jalen Mills. That was a nice play by him to get there. Julio would have caught that if Jalen Mills weren't there. However, like you gotta get down with the ball, or like with Kendrick's, like that's a beautiful play to block that, right? You you beautiful athletic, but you gotta catch a ball. You gotta make those plays if you want to beat. Uh, especially if you're gonna be playing against against a team like the Vikings, whose defense is not gonna give us anything. We have to make plays so that we can make it easier for our players. We can make. We need to make. uh, You know, if Foles needs to drive 20 yards down each each drive instead of driving 50 in order to put up three points, that's what we need to happen. Um, We need to make those plays. Hopefully, we'll make those plays later later on. But you can never know. And then, you know, for the that end around, he, you know, Coleman was just running over us the whole game, um, for a large chunk of it at least. He was just getting those end arounds. He was doing a really good job running. Happens to be they ended up only getting uh eighty-four yards rushing, if I'm not mistaken. But still. He yeah, ran them too easily for us. Yeah. Um and then Bradham. Nice hit on Gabriel. Really our whole linebacking core, I'm gonna have really good praise for them the whole game. Ellerbe stepped up a lot. Ellerbe. I don't know if I if I said this. I might have said this last week. But LRB is really you could see he just he doesn't have the athleticism for it, especially now that he's 38. But his mind like he reads plays. He knows exactly what's going on. He's got a great mind, so he's really good to have in, as a middle linebacker um, because of his mind. And so he gets in the right places, or at least he's going to the right places. Doesn't always quite get there physically, which is why you know. I, I'm not, like, happy. I'm not, like, you know, obviously, I prefer Jordan Hicks, who's also physical and also has the mind. But as a second, Ellerby, he knows what's going on. He's a veteran. Like, he also he made a lot of plays. But Bradham gets a hit on Gabriel on third down, makes him drop that ball. Beautiful hit. Bradham had a really, a couple of hits that were just, like, on point, on form, great plays. On fire. Yeah. Um, they punt. Okay, so they get the field goal. <laughs> They're up three points. I'm worried. And then, Foles, oh, my God. He passes to hurts over his head now the danger is when you're passing those 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 routes where they're where where they're timing routes and the receiver's about to get hit right is that if you get him extended that's how you get injured if you throw it above his head right the best placement is is in the ball bo- is is right on the numbers on those passes or right in front of him so that so that he's already closed up you know his his chest is already guarded um, but if you throw it to him above his head, especially if if it's a bad throw and he doesn't make that catch, like that's if Ertz gets hit wrong on that play and he gets injured and he goes down, like we didn't get the catch, you made a bad catch and you made him, you got him injured. Like quarterbacks can get players injured just as much as players can get themselves injured. Because if you pass a bad pass and the receiver goes up to catch you, he's fully extended in the air even, and he just gets wham hit. That's yeah, not a good situation. Call the hospital, boss. What?
1: They call it a hospital pass for a reason. Like, you know, yeah. Plenty of QBs have thrown them, and unfortunately, it's just one of the things that happens in a game. But uh, I like again, it's, it's hard, they're hard to avoid sometimes because it's more down to the defender. Like you know, what I mean, imagine like a QB after a game saying, "Oh, why didn't you throw to the guy wide open?" If it's something oh, I thought he might get laid out of me, you know, and you know, I didn't want to get the no, blame for that.
0: Like the problem isn't problem is problem is accurate passing. My problem is me. that problem was yeah, over his I know, head. Yeah. That specifically. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the with the with the I pass yeah, yeah. itself. I agree with that. I'm just, oh okay. I'm just explaining why yeah. why those are those bother me more than the overthrow of Burton later down later on in the game. Because he overthrows Burton, yeah. okay. You just you overthrow a player. This is like you overthrow him, you miss it. A it's an easy pass. Which I later on thankfully he he got him to better rhythm and, and can and was throwing the ball better. But that's such a dangerous pass to miss because you got a defender right on you and you made your player fully extended. Like, those are plays that are supposed to be bam-bam. Like, he catches and he goes down. If he's fully extended there, like, you have the linebacker r- running in. He's got a 2-3 yard. You know, he's got he's got some momentum. I'm just saying that that could be dangerous. I'm saying you shouldn't make those passes. I'm saying you should... Those passes, there's a very easy way to make that pass and have it be safe, and that's called hitting them right in the numbers. But, he, which he was not...
1: Okay, well okay, like I suppose the main thing I would say is that yeah. Okay, we had that pass. Sorry, as as the game went on, he just settled in and settled right. in and he played so well. Like yep. he didn't do anything stupid with the ball really.
0: After the, the first ball, quarter? Okay.
1: Like 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 you mean know, that calculated throw off of uh Keanu and <laughs> Wow. Like that was amazing, Beautiful and play. he's not getting any credit for that. It was such a great play! <laughs> that was... Again, another ball that came out funny, but you know the accuracy to hit that guy, knowing he jumped, jump, <laughs> hit him square in <laughs> the knee, and pop it, throw it, to it like, and nobody's giving him credit for it. You know what I mean? And I think that's off. People are barely even talking about that play. True. Oh, oh
0: Stephon Steph Diggs! Exactly. No,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> Negate is what people should be talking about. What a play that
0: was! <laughs> yeah, that was that was. We'll we'll get to that in a bit, but oh boy, a couple a couple of things went our way this game. Um, then then we okay. So bad bad accuracy misses that, and then we and then like the only real drive I feel like we have down the field which is really based off of Jay Ajayi's running, right? We see he isn't getting into a rhythm. We D- Doug is just like, put in the J train. And Jay Ajayi, like, later on in the game, he didn't play as well, so, like, his stats are a little bit, like, ruined because later on in the game, they basically stacked the box and forced Foles to throw. And therefore, like, anytime he ran with Ajayi, he only got two or two yards or so, two or three yards or no yards. So like it looks his stats look much worse than what they were. But like take out the 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 fourth quarter runs which he didn't get anywhere with. Like he was getting seven yards average I uh, when basically being hit like two yards out. Like he really he made the yeah. he really made their linebackers just suffer. Like he showed I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm tougher, you can be as fast as you want, but you ain't stopping this J train.
1: Yeah, no, but I think the main thing is that like the game plan was like really straightforward uh, in the sense that they knew what they wanted. They wanted to just run the ball straight at their small inside linebackers and put pressure on those guys. And it worked, mm-hmm. especially early on. And, like, yeah, I gave it to get And they stacked the box later on and whatever. But, like, that helped us out in a way as well. Right. But um, the game plan was really simple and it was a conservative and it worked and it was effective in the play to our strengths, well, which was, is like all, I, all yeah. I asked for. It was especially like, as well as that. It, like, yeah, yeah. What I just want to say about like the Jai is that like I was genuinely impressed with like how hard he played, and, like how hard he ran, and like mm-hmm. that that hurdle he had towards the end of the first quarter. where he, like, he got a first down. Like, he jumped like five yards in the air and got like, <laughs> absolutely destroyed in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, but he popped straight back up and he was running around. i was like, I was I was a little bit worried when we acquired him, thinking like they're trading him because apparently he's not great in the locker room, but. As yes. I say, winning cures all and all things. Like his attitude has been great. You know, yes. his running has been really good. Like I I know the fumble sucked and everything, but I'm not as you said, I'm not gonna cruise the guy for fumbles happen, especially when a guy gets his helmet on the ball. It's 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 a really hard thing to not fumble. But he I thought he played really well. I was yes. so happy to see play well. He
0: he played hard. I was as I said, I was very impressed with him. And the and it wasn't his fault that at the end of the game he didn't play as well. They were stacking the box. They were literally you know that, that they great halftime adjustment by by the Falcons on defense to to force us to throw the ball. Unlucky for them, Nick Foles remembered that he was a quarterback in the NFL in the second half and played amazingly in the in the in the, in, in the pass game. Um, and then and then we get you know Nick Foles starts getting into a bit of a rhythm after a couple of of a run. We have a play action pass to Ertz. You know, we get into you know really clutch play on on uh on after after we lose all those yardage we, we lose all that yardage. Uh, Ertz puts in third and seven. You know, we're in field goal range, and then Foles, oh Foles takes that horrible sack. Um, I yes. wasn't. I tried finding out whose fault it was. I think it was a. It was it was uh. I wasn't tried. It looked like the whole pocket basically collapsed around him. I think it was Big V. Uh, it was a mistake on him, but I couldn't really tell.
1: Um, Big V got pushed back in a other of ways, like the back of right. the pocket collapsed back on, in on him, and like, do you know what I mean? It, he didn't. There was nothing he could do about it. Like he didn't take a sack. Do you know what I mean? Like it came from his blind side. Yeah. And it's not like he he'd held the ball for two like for twenty seconds. Like yeah. it was pretty bang bang. So like, yeah, I'm not gonna blame False for taking a sack on his blind side pretty quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Either way, we punt the ball at that point. I'll be honest. I know I picked the Eagles to win. I was I was nervous. I said, "Okay, Nick Foles didn't adjust. Nick Foles is gonna not do well. We're gonna our defense is gonna have to step up." Like I wouldn't be surprised if we lost like three to zero. And then it just gets worse because that uh, right off of that, um, we have a uh, Nick. F- we have a uh, sorry. We have a, they 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 come out swinging. They run a they run a bit. Uh, Julio beats Darby on a comeback route, which he beat him on all night. You know, Darby played worse than Mills. Yeah, but I'll that's, what, that's
1: what you want. Like, I, I don't, like, hang on, wait, before you say anything, because I can tell yeah. you right now, I was so, so, so happy with how they played Julio. It was just, yeah, man, you run a comeback because you ain't getting a any yeah. year touchdown off a comeback. <laughs> no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, they let him have everything in front of them and they just never let him get behind. I was like, "Oh my God! I, I swear to God, Jim Schwartz must have listened to this podcast. <laughs> everything I wanted them to." Do. I'm saying everything. Was,
0: I, I think Doug and Schwartz listened to this podcast because that they did exactly yeah. what we said: play conservative against the cover three defense, dink and dunk, run the ball. You know, we I don't think we got one long reception besides for the um, amazing calculated Foles uh, knee throw and the yeah. and, and like the Jeffrey catch. I don't think we got almost any any large reception, but we didn't need to. We we played cover three exactly as you're supposed to play cover three. Um and I don't think yeah, it exactly. Me- and there was no need
1: for us to go deep because yeah. maybe on a couple of occasions, but do you know what I mean? Just that's the main thing was the game was kept close. Like we kept the game close, so we never had to take any risks. Yeah. And, that was the, and then when we took risks, they were, you know, calculated gambles rather than mm-hmm. oh shit, guys, we're down ten. Exactly. <laughs> we have to do make something happen here. Um
0: okay, then uh, Oh, Jenkins! Horrible missed tackle. He he hit he hits Freeman on the like like on the yeah. five yards after the and then he he just he falls over and Freeman gets another ten yards,
1: which again. You know that that was for me. That was like when I not so much again. I picked the Eagles to win. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fall slipping twice on the first play. Last thing you have to remember, like when he got the end of his back pedal. Yeah. Uh, he slipped and then when he tried th- throw the ball he slipped again. Right. I'm like, oh man, that's not good. Then the fumble. And then watching the defense, like Bradham missed the tackle, uh Kendrick missed the tackle, right. Jenkins missed the tackle. Then Jenkins had a great pass breakup on like third and four. But then they called it back for delay again. I was like, oh man, they're gonna convert this. And they thank God they didn't convert mm-hmm. it. But like I was like there were so many plays our defense would normally make me, there, there was a couple of times when Jalen Mills was like backpedaling on a run play to yeah. his side of the field. I'm like, this is so unlike our defense. Hmm. And I was like, we're just missing plays that we normally make. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be a long day. But yeah. then they kept us making little plays here and there. And I was like, hang I know there's hope here. There's definitely hope here. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I got built back up as the game went on, but then Jake Elliott missed mm-hmm. a fucking PAT. I was like, "Oh my god!" No
0: yeah, I that was <laughs> that was that was classic Jake Elliott missing a PAT, but hitting a fifty-three yard field goal right down the middle. Um, so th- so they go to three and out. I'm like, "Oh, this is interesting." And then we you know we stopped the run game, even though they rushed for eighty four yards. It was it was very interesting. It was either it was on the end arounds a lot of the time, and it was like. 10 10 yards you know 10 yards basically and then every time they tried running up the middle or they tried even at a certain point we start we started stopping their end arounds. and we just we really like as silly as it sounds even though watching the game you don't feel it like we actually shut down the run game pretty well for most of the run plays um which i was very impressed with
1: yeah
0: um i thought we I did well yeah.
1: I mean, we made plays, and they made some plays. I mean... We were pretty back and forth.
0: Yeah, Tevin, again, Tevin Coleman and Freeman are a lot... A, they're just they're a lot better than, than McKinnon and, and Murray, if we're going to compare them to that. But also, they're very, very good. Freeman is hard to take down. He has feisty legs, and he doesn't go down. And Tevin Coleman, he's he's got change-up. He, you're not really sure what, what they're going to do with him. He got a lot of a big, a big role in this game. And, you know, I'm not that disappointed that we missed it because we, we I saw that we could deal. It's not like they beat us in every end around. Some end arounds they got, some they didn't. We still need a factor in this is a good offense. Like, they're going to get a couple of plays, but we just made sure that they didn't get any amazing plays. They just got a couple of nice plays. Um, and then we basically get an Ajay roll down the field for a touchdown after they punt the ball to us. So I felt like a yeah. guy gets the ball ten yards. A a gets the ball another ten yards. Blunt gets the ball. Oh, let's get the first down. Like it was, it was great. Uh, um, then, then the RPOs start getting pulled out, um, which I think is whoa, actually whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. No, they weren't RPOs. They weren't. They were just play action. They were
0: just play action. You want to know how? We...
1: Do you want to know how I know? I you will know tell you how I know. An RPO involves the O line going forward. Uh, <laughs> the O line never went forward. Right? This is just Chris Collins were trying to sound intelligent. Uh, they weren't one pass option plays. I hear. I hear. I guarantee you they weren't. They they're made to look a bit like it. It's just play action. i they're because because it's cover tree. You you have to go underneath. So if you can freeze the linebackers for half a second, because mm-hmm. we oh, oh, that's all it was. It wasn't. An RPO because it doesn't make sense to run RPOs with Nick Foles. He can't run the ball himself, so if he pulls it, he can't run it. So he has to throw it on an RPO. So yeah, you're taking out a whole dimension of it. But anyway, watch if you want to know if it's an RPO or not. It's as simple as this: but Does the O line right? go forward? If it, the O line goes forward to run blocking, it's an RPO if he trolls it. That's it. There's no such thing as an RPO where the O line backpedals or that like goes into pass pro. That's a pass play. That's all it is. <laughs> That's
0: a good point. Everything else is a play actually. I feel I feel like an idiot for trusting Chris Collinsworth. Um don't ever trust Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> I I know idiot. he's I know he's an idiot, but like you know, I, I kind of fell into that. that, I fell into that trap. They kept,
1: they kept saying it and it was so frustrating. I mean, it's not a fucking RPO, it's clearly not, so, like, someone gave him a buzzword. I think you fucking moron, you don't even know what an RPO is, clearly. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, that's a good point. I, I should have, I should have realized that, my bad. Um, but, but either way, I liked, I liked, I liked the play actions. I don't know the 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 fast it's just, plays it's just, where uh, he doesn't need to yeah. think too much. As silly as it sounds, that gets that, that gets him out of his head. You know, it doesn't. He just he, bam bam hit hit. You know, the game the game goes yeah. fast. He can handle okay. that.
1: Exactly. Like okay, just just like to break it down even like just a little bit more. Like if you're in shotgun and you you're not in five wide, you've got a running back beside you, unless they're blitzing. If they're just rushing four guys, it doesn't make sense to not play action the ball to your running back mm-hmm. because it's not a big, you don't have to turn your back to the defense like you would if you are on the right. center. You can just hold the ball in front of you and look downfield. You can watch the play of and you can take the ball away whenever you want. As long as like, the running back isn't going to try and take it. It's like a quarterback can just say that, you, just move across me and I'm going, play, I'm going to play fake it to you. That's it. And they, that, that's all there is to it. And they're doing that a lot, there's no reason not to. Because all you do is you freeze the linebackers for a second. Because they have to go, oh, mm-hmm. oh, does he... No, oh, he doesn't. And that, that, that split second can open up a window for Earth, yeah. for Aguilar. for anyone going across the middle. It's insane. That that, that, that little gap they can get them. And that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. Unless you're in shotgun and they're blitzing, then you need your running back to pick up the blitz. And he can't do that. Because mm-hmm. if you turn him on play action in shotgun and your your running back is like you know lazily running across Good. the quarterback you know faking the thing your quarterback's just going to get milled yeah. out of it so like it's it's a balancing act of like i think there might be blitzing just stand there beside me and watch the blitz and then roll out into the flat do you know what i mean mm. that that's all there is to it and again i was, can't stress enough it's an rpo if the online run blocks that's it anything else is play action <laughs> can't stress that's enough okay. yeah. don't listen to chris connor's word
0: <laughs> i mean also the 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 idiocy the one thing i did realize was idiotic about what he was saying was he kept on saying how if it's one-handed it's a it's a it's a it's a um he's he's uh handing it off if it's two-handed then it's a then it's a rpo and I was thinking no, because he's only doing it one-handedly when he's running backwards towards him. Meaning we didn't he have has to draw. that many stretch. It's 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 called just like when, when you're in the one. shotgun, you're not going to extend one arm. You're going to extend two when you're run when 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 you're backing up towards your towards your running back. Then you're going to extend one so he has further range. That was not very intelligent of him, but whatever. I guess he gets paid the big bucks because he Dude, has an like, not
1: that, I feel bad for, like, you know, football fans who would have a very vague understanding of <laughs> football because they're being made stupider by Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> and a few other like, <laughs> wow,
0: Tony Romo is,
1: Tony Romo will increase your football intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's why like, I actually enjoyed listening to Tony Romo calling yeah. to football. Yeah, he gets some of his play calls wrong, like his predictions, but...
0: Well, he used to get to goes, like, right. a
1: five bucks on a run left. And mm-hmm. you're like, how did... It's just from watching tape mainly and recognizing stuff. But do you know I mean? And then, he, but he'll break down like, do you know I mean? You're not going to hear Tony Romo calling call a play action bass an RPO. Do you know I mean? You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to hear that from because he knows what yeah. he's looking at. Chris Collinsworth is, is given a list of buzz buzzwords, <laughs> and he he hits them off, and then he just keeps repeating them. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all it is. He's an idiot. I can't stand him.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, okay. And then and then so after that tangent on. It not being an RPO. Um, so so we get it nice wasn't. passes to Smith and Clement, um, which were play actions. Great. They're rhythmic. They're bam, bam. Gets them into a rhythm. Then nice play by Foles. He stepped up in the pocket, gets a nice pass to Selick. Um Then the Aguilar run. Man, that play was beautiful. When I saw it the first time.
1: Yeah, Lane Johnson got around that O line. So fast. so
0: fast, and I'm he saying so the play design was also just great. No one's expecting oh, all yeah. to go to Agalord. It was a great. It was a shame that we used it again later on because obviously they're going to account for it now, especially because it's after the halftime. Yeah, but
1: okay, but like the thing, this is what like I'm saying, like how important it is. Like that's why I'm so happy we're not playing the Saints because do you know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. You yeah, had the Vikings could go up a couple of scores on us, but when like when the game is close, you can take like. That's a calculated risk. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it sucks if you miss, but if you do that when you're 14 points down yeah. on third and one, and you know you can just get it blunt every time, it's just when the game is close you can take more risks like that mm-hmm. that are calculated because if it works, it works big. If it doesn't, yeah. it's still a close game, and you've got a good defense. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's it's that's why it's so important for us to keep the game close because we mm-hmm. we have players who can do things like that, and yep. our coach. He called the game to a tee, like
0: for yeah, the most part. There's only was, a couple of calls are very there, there weren't that many. I I didn't think there were any calls that were awful in this game. Um, I mean, if you honestly, so was like, the, there was a
1: couple of things. I, I think like one thing that really annoyed me, and I probably won't annoy most people, um, will be there, there's a strong wind and it's changing direction all the time. Uh, I think when did we kick a field goal? I think it was the end of the third quarter. I think it was
0: the end of the second yeah,
1: quarter and the end of the and third quarter no no it because it, it was change of quarter not, mm-hmm. not yeah, the half it was the end of the third quarter where we kicked the field goal but anyway either way, we're kicking into the wind and they're like at at present there's only like 10 seconds on the clock and we ran like a stupid pass play or something and it didn't work When we kind of just ran the ball and what that would have done was it would have got us with the wind on our back and for the kick it's we made the kick and it would have got us the wind on our back for the kickoff, and things like that are like You know what I mean? It's not next level coaching far from it. That's
0: not a play calling specifically. That's just a decision. Um... Yeah, it's just like
1: to me, like I'm just like in a situation where like it's such a close game. Like anything you can do to help your team, like getting the wind at your back and being up is a huge thing. So just get the wind at your back as quick as you can, and like Mm -hmm. kick the field goal with the wind and kick off with the wind rather than kicking into the wind and it dropping on the seven or eight yard line. Yeah, boos out the back of the end zone. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, sorry. I that, just, but like, I know that's that's nitpicking to the extreme. Like, There's only a few play calls where I was like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> um, but other than that, I was I was so happy. That like, again, a couple of like. Little you want to see
0: bl- bad bad play so calling? You want to see bad decision and play calling? Watch watch the oh, Steelers God. game, or watch and want to see bad watch. booth calling? Watch the Saints game because that man. That. It, Mike no, Tomlin, like if
1: you want to see bad <sighs> play calling, like no, hey, but if you want to see bad play calling, just look what they did when they got into the, to the first and goal at the oh, end yeah. of the game. They called four passes. Just, just let's what pass it to Julio idiots? all four
0: times. He's amazing. Let's.
1: Yeah, let's, it's like let's not even like let's throw a fade. Let's <laughs> call these elaborate passes. They were Wonderful literally like, units.
0: let's test him against every single one of their corners and see what comes up. Um, and then okay. They so so we get the the handoff mishap. I don't know whose fault that was. I'm gonna assume it was Clemens' fault, for for not realizing he's getting the handoff. Um But whatever Confusion. Yeah, it definitely looked like that. Um, but a great play by Foles to to realize what happened, pick it up. Um, he even got like a yard or two, I think, on that. Um, and then
1: yeah, it was. But the main thing about it was like. And again, not, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shit on Cam Newton, but like, do you know what I mean? That difference in like, mm-hmm. there's the ball. I'm going to throw myself on this, right. and like, I know in this situation he could score a touchdown. Well, this situation was him also
0: a much pace. closer game, <laughs> and he's by the yeah, end
1: that, that's also true. But regardless, like, for Nick Foles to just throw himself at yeah. that ball,
0: whilst, what that tells like, guys did, in the in the yeah, movies. yeah, but
1: it's he's, just do you know what I mean. He didn't, th- he didn't think about it. That's that was his instinct. And that's what you want. Like you, you—that's you can. That's an example to follow.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know what
1: I mean? And again, I can't commend him enough for that. Like he, he, as soon as the, the the ball shot into his island, he was on it. So yeah. it there was no hesitation. And you, that's something you can trust. That's mm-hmm. an instinct. So you can trust that forwards will do that. Do you know what I mean? And again, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I'm not throwing shit on Cam. Like again, the situation in that game was totally different. The ball was in a totally different spot. The situation, in the game, where again it was a blowout. But even still, the ball was on the ground. And he kind of just stood there and watched everyone yep. fold. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. And again, I'm not saying Nick Foles can't do it far from him, but he is.
0: Well, Nick Foles <laughs> is the only quarterback in the to to have a over a hundred passer rating in the playoffs with over two games and thirty passes. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, then, uh, fourth down decision-making time by, by, by Doug. I love this call. Our defense is playing so well anyways, worst comes first. We don't get it. We might even get the safety. Like I love this call to run by blunt, perfectly executed. Um, you know, I guess burn had a nice block either way. Uh, blunt run around. It's also, you know, this is one of those things we've seen this play before where it's been stuffed, where in the beginning of the season, we run blunt around and we don't get it, but, I like the play They They stack the box. No one's expecting this ball to go outside. We have less than a yard to go to the end zone. Like Blunt is the power man. Bam, outside. Um, touchdown. I thought that was a great yeah, play. exactly.
1: And it, go, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, the game is close. And the defense is playing well. So like as you said, okay, we don't get it, so be it. They're, they're under two, and they, they could risk a safety. Even if they get out of it, the game is still close. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're down significantly and you try that and you don't get it and we lose three or four yards, then you look like an idiot. Do you know what I mean? So it's so like that's the importance of keeping the game close when you're in a situation where you haven't got your start quarterback and you're struggling to create an offense when you need to. Mm -hmm. So again, when you keep the game close, you can call, you know, pull a couple of plays out of the hat like that, that they won't see coming. You know,
0: take a risk. It was. I liked it. Um, and then they, Jake misses the extra point. Come on, Jakey, 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 Jake. Uh, but you know, you could say the his wind. Huge balls just
1: got in the way. Yeah, You should say his huge balls. <laughs> you could got say in the,
0: the wind. I'm saying, yeah, there were factors. The wind. I feel like the wind was way overplayed. Most of the time, those flags were not moving. But you never know. And at the end yeah. of the day, I'd if if he makes every single field goal but misses extra points. I could I could deal with that, you know. It's
1: it's more like more than likely a net positive.
0: Right. <laughs> um. Okay. Then they get the ball back. Um. Bad whiff by Darby. Then we have that horrible no call on Julio's offensive pass interference onto Mills. Mills plays that beautifully. Jumps up. Listen, Mills. He's he. People say his play has been deteriorating. Mills went back. He's my number one corner right now. He played a lot better than Darby. He was a shutdown corner. Only pass that was caught near him was the pass in a zone where Kent, which which it was actually in Kendrick's zone. It was Julio on like a four yard reception, uh, comeback route, comeback route when Mills was over and he made the tackle b- before the first down, like that. Mills Mills had a great game this game. He came he came back from the from the bye. I don't know what it was. Maybe he was hurt. Maybe he was injured. But he was. But he played beautifully. Um. Uh, and, and that really comes to, into point in the last play of the game where some people will say, oh, well, Mills wasn't trying that hard. You know, he didn't even jump up to block the ball. The reason Mills didn't try to block that ball was because he had boxed Julio out so that Julio was literally jumping from outside of the field. Julio was out of bounds. Therefore, Mills, all Mills needed to do was make sure Julio didn't come out inside, which he already was halfway out. Therefore, he didn't even feel the need to jump up. He didn't need to. He just he backed up into Julio and bam. That was, that was, uh, even if you yeah, caught like, that would the, be
1: bad. the other thing as well, is, like, I don't think you could see where the ball was. So, like, jumping isn't necessarily the right. best thing to do, as Keanu Neal would tell you. What you can do <laughs> with your feet planted is because you, you've got your presence of mind. You're not, right. like, in the air. You can see the ball hit his hands. So you can just punch it out. and punch the ball out of Julio Jones's hands is much easier said than done. But, again, I'm not saying that's what he, he was also, doing. He also, he boxed him out. Yeah, exactly, he that play was stupid. Enemies. Imagine Fort and Fort fourth and Goal game on the line, and you go, you know what guys? We're going to cut off half the field." Yeah,
0: it was so dumb. Yeah. It, they ran everyone to the yeah. same side. At least run one guy out. Whatever. I, I, they're not my team. Um, Darby Darby read a wide receiver screen very well, and then oh, the the game killer. We cannot have this happen against the Vikings because we can't afford this. Was a free seven. This was a free 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 seven points. To them. They get the ball at the thirty. That muffed punt. It was a plethora of mistakes. No, no, wait, Jake. was
1: kicking. It's a free six points. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was
0: no, it was it was. uh it was just it was bad. Muffed punt. They get the ball really soon. It was it was bad play all around. It was Shelton Gibson. Like Brahman got got hit. Robinson got hit. It was just a whole lot of bad. Um that really Oh
1: you're talking about oh you're talking about the the fumbles they recovered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the punt we they 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 Sorry. Oh no, no, that's called unlucky. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: That was like it's a bad play, but like Yeah, like like, here's the thing, right? If you can still win a game with that happening to you and you don't get four turnovers, you're doing something right. You know, you have to be doing something right. That's something like that's my biggest takeaway from this game, is like a lot of teams went really badly against us. But they didn't affect the end result, yeah. which is crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Um, so then uh, we basically get whatever. The, the worst call of the game, I would say, um, was when McLeod was going for the ball for the pick and he his elbow rubbed against Sanu's helmet and they called that for, for personal foul. I thought that was one of the worst calls made in the game um, after that. You know, like, bullshit. Bu- just bullshit call. Um, there were a lot of bad calls all around, uh, but I didn't feel like it was specifically lopsided. I did. I, I personally noticed more on, against the Eagles, but it's probably just because I'm looking for it. I mean, the amount of holding calls that should have been called. This touchdown play was a holding call against Barnett. Blatant holding. He's literally dragging him down to the ground and no call. Um,. But we shut down their we shut down their 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 end around, Ellerby and Bradham. Yeah, Bradham got beat um, by by eighty by Torlolo. I don't know why Matt Ryan didn't pass that ball. I don't know what he was thinking. He just he I guess Torlolo was was his last of his reads. By the time he gets into Torlolo, Bradham hits it out of his end, gets him done. Okay, third down, and I I don't know what Malcolm Jenkins is thinking when he runs out of his zone. Like he had a Devontae Freeman covered well. No one was with him. And as Barnett's being dragged down to the ground and Fletcher Cox is trying to make a play while also, I think, I, it was on the inside, so maybe it wasn't considered to be held. But, you know, Fletcher Cox is trying to make a play on Matt Ryan. Malcolm Jenkins just just jumps in front of him. And as Matt Ryan's going down, he pops the ball up to Devontae Freeman, who's wide open because Jenkins just left his zone. Um, yeah, touchdown. but I think it
1: was one of, I think it was one of those C yeah, ball get that, ball. That's all that was. He saw an opportunity to make a play, and they were backed up. And I was like, "If I get this ball here, they don't get three points, and it's a huge momentum swing." I, I get what he was trying to. I get what you're saying. Like, why did you do that? Like, I can see the rationale. Like, he had a split second to make that decision, and he saw, like he knows the defense needs to get the ball back for the offense and create momentum for us. That's what he was trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: that's all there is to it. He, he's too smart to be thinking otherwise. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Um, whatever, it wasn't as bad as, uh, as Williams on the Saints, so we could, (laughs) we could give that a pass. Um, then we get the ball back. Foles is getting into rhythm, passing the ball around. Um, Aguilar does this weird spin move thing every time he catches the ball, I noticed. Um, kind of like Deshaun Jackson where he runs five yards and gains none. Um, which is... Yeah, it's a
1: weird... (laughs)
0: I feel like that's going to be worked on. I feel like he's still young enough where he can work <clears> on a couple of things. I feel like that'll be worked on. Probably have him help him get more yards. But he's catching the ball. He's making plays. That doesn't bother me as much. Just kind of eye-opening. And then Foles, third down, has Burton wide open, just misses him. Um, we punt the ball back to them. Again, it, that bothered me, but he came out in the second half and played so well, and he got that rhythm back. We didn't really need that. That was just more to keep the defense honest, to know that we can go deep. That didn't bother me that much. Punt the ball back. Coleman, Tevin Coleman just gets another twenty yards on an end around. Then Fletcher Cox, unleashed, Cox to the face, shut sacks, gets a sack on Matt Ryan. It was great. Um, and then they need a punt, and they punt. And Bora and Brian and Ryan Braman, if I'm not mistaken, I remember last year. I was so happy
1: he came back. Yeah, I was. I, I run didn't, run for him I didn't remember it when, I so we when we signed it. him.
0: I, I don't remember re-signing him, but I remember last year we liked him a lot, and he was making plays, and he made plays now. Um, he gets his fingers on that on that ball. Great play. Um, Dave Phipp, you know, unsung hero of this game too. Our special teams, besides for that little pump blunder, really played well. We, they never got the ball um, past the 25 on, on kickoffs, besides for the one kickoff out of bounds, which kind of sucked. Um, but, yeah, great, great play all around. And then we, so blocked by Bram, and we get the ball at 50. Clement, uh, nice play, but also you got to get out of bounds. I don't know what he did. He fell down for some reason. I, I know I fell down so that they didn't, like, you know, so that no one was, there wasn't a struggle getting up and getting the ball down. He wanted to get down so that no one is, like, over him and whatever. But why not just try running out of bounds at least? I didn't like that. And then horrible clock management. This reminded me of Andy Reid. You know, you want to hurry up. You don't want to waste that time out. You go and then you call a fall, and then you call a, a, a timing play. Like why? Why? I don't know if that was Kelsey's fault or if that was the play call. Um, but that was just awful, awful, awful. Getting that false start and then need to take the timeout anyways. So we just lose 20 20 seconds off. And you know, ended okay. Could might have even ended well. Might have even ended with a touchdown. It's a shame that we missed that opportunity, but either way, um, Foles throws while being while being while while falling down. Uh, beautiful pass to the knee of Keon O'Neill, and really really nice play by Torrey Smith, keeping his head up even though the ball sails over him. You know, keeping awareness of the game, makes a play on that ball, gets us twenty yards. Beautiful play, um, nice spotting and catching the ball, and then, you know. Nick Foles pass incomplete. Seven seconds left. I don't know why Jeffrey was wide open. He was like, no one was even around him. Beautiful comeback prop by Jeffrey. Pass Jeffrey runs out of bounds. Jake Elliott misses extra point, but makes fifty-three yard field goal to get it to be to nine ten to nine at the halftime, right? And at this point, our defense basically goes into beast mode. Um, Mills, uh, they, they, you know, we come out of the halftime. Um, they get the ball, beautiful. We block. We we stop the run play. Mills, Mills. Um, there's there's a there's a there's a beat writer or maybe he's an analyst for, on on Twitter that that, that really accentuated the play. Mills starts all the way on the bottom of the field, um, playing against a player, and he gets actually picked by a by by a fellow slant route from the other side of the field, and he just beast modes, and 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 runs and gets his hand on the ball and knocks it away. On, on the ball that was going to his receiver. That was a great play by him. You know, really shows how far he's gotten, really shows how, how what a high level he plays at. I was impressed. I I Mills gets almost the highest praise in this game. Like b- behind Fletcher Cox, I think, in this game. He shut down. He shut he shut down everyone. Um they but they, they punt us the ball. Um we second half they adjusted. They didn't let us uh run the ball. They only let us pass. Horrible no face mask call on Agler. He got face mask twice, on his run play and on and on a pass play over the middle, that he really should have should have been called. Um, and then Ajay, we run him. He's been running so well. He gets two yards on on third down. We punt the ball. Um, okay, Tevin Coleman, end around again. Uh, Michael Kendricks, nice play on the ball. Can't drop that pick. Julio. Another comeback ride over Darby. He got a couple of comeback routes over Darby, as we said. Um, and then at this point, like we basically... Uh, nice play by Ellerby. He stops the short pass and run. Gets gets to, Tevin, gets to Devante Freeman. Stops him. Devante Freeman breaks his tackle. But By the time he breaks it, he gets one or two yards on his tackle down. Um, Kendrick's had a nice tackle in open field. He missed, he missed one tackle earlier in the game. But again, he also played really well. Ryan overthrows Sanu. Mills had great, had great positioning. Could have, would have made a play on the ball anyways. And then Bradham, bam, sack. Great play by him too. Um, Really, our defense just played amazingly the second half. They played really well in the first half too. But second half, they played amazingly. They punt the ball. Um, Then we we start passing four times. Jeffries wide open. I don't know what was going on with that. You know, a catch, nice, nice catch by Ertz. Hey, by by the sideline, I thought that was a great play by him. He's going down, catches the ball, um, catch and run by Torrey Smith again. You know, we're driving down the field, and then we're we're right around the fifty, and then third down, pass to Ajayi, wide open in front of him, um, wide open, and he just he misses it, and then Jake kicks the field goal. Um, we take the lead at this point. It's twelve to ten. Um and they you know and then Jake Elliott kicks to kicks out of bounds, bad kick, real bad. Um but whatever. It is what it is. Um r- then they get the ball, they Ronnie McLeod gets a beautiful sack on Matt Ryan. Um That was a
1: really good call. I love that call.
0: Beautiful call. Really nice play. Um Darby, uh then then they run the ball once, don't what doesn't work. Darby beautiful coverage hits the ball's hits the ball out of Jones's hand. Um nice play they punt. Folds gets the ball back, overthrows Smith. Beautiful screenplay to Jai Wisniewski, man. That's a, that play specifically. You see he yeah, played a really well. one play. Yeah. It's it's just I mean it, it's a great story cuz he's played well all season long. That like it's a beautiful story. Um it's great. He's playing so well. It's amazing. I love it. I love the way he's playing. Um, then nice catch and run slant by Ertz to for the third down conversion. Um, I actually like the play design. That was also a, one of those plays where I saw like, wow, that's a nice design. You got the slant on one side. If that isn't there, then you have the check down um, wide receiver screen pass to Aguilar, which which was very good. Um, then toss to Aguilar. Nice toss and run to Aguilar. Nice pass to Mac Hollins. Um, then we try the, 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 the play, you know, the, the quick handoff to Aglor. doesn't work this time. Um, I, then Blunt starts running, you know, Blunt gets really nice runs beginning of the fourth quarter. You can tell the defense is tired. Um, and then this call, I was iffy on, I'm happy we did it, but I even wrote like, I understand why we made this call. I like this call. But I'm kind of, but like, I would have liked going for it, but I get not going for it. Uh, it's fourth and one. Um, we're, we're on like the, the five yard line. We kick the field goal. Makes a lot of sense. No reason to be aggressive here. We get the yeah. touchdown at the end of the game. But if we make that, but if we, but if we get the field goal, they need to get a touchdown. We saw at the end of the game, what a difference that made. If we wanted to have gotten that field goal, that probably would have been, probably would have been the end of us. Um, so... Yeah,
1: no, but like it wasn't even that. Like it would have been like a nail in the coffin, but I don't think it would have been the final nail. There was a lot of time.
0: Yeah, there was a lot. Sorry, of time. there was a lot
1: of time. Yeah, there was a lot of time left. So like, do you know what I mean? You don't get it. They have all the momentum, mm-hmm. and they've got five minutes to drive down the field. Six minutes. I think it was six minutes was on the clock. And all they do is a field. Go down the field, and kick a field goal to to take the lead. Yeah. This way, they have to score a touchdown. They're in a hurry to score the touchdown. They can't make any mistakes or the game is over.
0: Mm-hmm. And and as we take see, of the field, we, we and as us. we see, it, it's exactly what happens. Um, they drive down the field. Uh, Brennan Graham, our defense played dice, but we were playing prevent defense. We just didn't want them to get the big play touchdown. Um, as the as the Saints know. Very well, you'd prefer, you know, take a step back, give them a bunch of yards, make your final stand in the end zone. That's what, that's what every, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, Jalen Mills were saying. Like, that's what every defensive player wants. They want to be Jalen Mills on that fourth down. They want to be Ronald Darby. They want to be those people making those plays because that, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's what football is about. And really, they drive down the field, whatever, little plays here and there. They they test our yeah. DBs. Our big our big uh you know, our Achilles heel this whole season, as the as the supposed analysts have said, as our DBs, you know, Julio test Julio against every single one of our DBs, they get nothing. As I already gave praise to Jalen Mills, what he did, Robinson had great coverage on Julio and Darby, one play was a slant play, you know, he gave it up. Um, even that was questionable. He had great coverage on him and then the other play, he he had him. It was it was a fade to the back of the end zone, and Darby had perfect coverage. You know, can't ask that much more of the okay. defense.
1: Yeah, like, that, I suppose the main thing is that, like, you know, before the game, I said, Julio's going to get his. There's no two ways about it. Like, he had nine catches, like, 100 yeah. yards. It's like, it's not like we shut him down. The main thing was, he didn't hurt us in a major way. And, again, it just goes back to what I was saying before the game. I, just, I didn't want a situation where, like, Go back to the Seahawks game where we're going for a blitz and we've Rodney McLeod on someone who's really fast. Mm-hmm. And why you win that matchup? You're you're beating yourself. And as I kept saying, don't beat yourself. Like don't put yourself in a situation where Julio Jones is matched up against someone he's just gonna torch and they've no help well, over the top. We didn't and
0: we didn't really need to. They,
1: no, no, that's the thing. We didn't. And but like, even on that drive, we went for a blitz on four and six. And they motioned Julio across, and Jenkins was on him. And we blitzed, didn't get there. We gave up the pass, but even then, McLeod was over the top. Mm-hmm. So, that's the thing. I suppose, uh, again, myself and Sean debated about this a lot, was we felt a lot of it, like, we weren't scheming for the team we were mm-hmm. playing against. It was just like, we were taking plays off, and, you know, why are you running the zero-man blitz against Russell Wilson, of all people? Here, there was a clear, like, it's fourth down. You get a sack here. You mess the pass up. It's game over. That's it. That's done and dusted. Julio Jones had Malcolm Jacobs. That's not a bad matchup. I'll take it. Do you know what I mean? It's not a bad matchup. Yeah, he didn't. He made the play. Julio made the play. Whatever. I can live with it. And yeah. that, it just keeps going back to that team. Like you know, when it comes to the Vikings game, I saw we'll discuss it more in depth. But just don't anything stupid. Do you know what I mean? Our team's good enough that if we just do the simple things and keep doing yeah. them, we'll, we'll we'll get there. You know what I mean? Just don't beat yourself. And that's, that stuff, mm-hmm. like that last drive was so pleasing because I could actually feel like, okay, even when they got to the goal line, I was like,
0: oh, I was there. confident. I, I had a
1: feeling like it was, yeah, I, I was confident. I was like, oh, this would suck. But then it was like, this defense, they haven't done anything stupid the entire mm-hmm. game. The, the worst play I would say on the defense was, was honestly God, was Kendrick's dropping that pick. Yeah. That's the one play that annoyed the hell out me because I said to myself, Jesus. No, you had a couple play, of
0: whiff tackles.
1: You know, there's a, there a few missed tackles, right? But they're, they're plays that normally we make, but we missed on this occasion. Mm-hmm. This is a play where he just dropped an interception. He probably could have run back all the way. He would have got a block, I think, off a of DB. I think he would have been sprung. And that's, there's a difference between missing a tackle for a loss and running a pick back for six. Yeah and especially because you don't you, you get you get opportunities to make ta- ta- taxes for loss on every drive mm-hmm. there are opportunities that present themselves a lot pick, right. getting, getting, getting a pick that's thrown to you not, that doesn't happen often mm-hmm. uh, and it's just exploiting them but again that's, that's the only real complaint I had about the yep. defence was we didn't maximise the turnover potential we had but there wasn't a lot of them that's why you have to take mm-hmm. advantage of them that's why I'm so happy we're not playing against Breeze even though yep. he just threw two picks he doesn't super passes. Nope. <laughs> so uh, yeah, anyway, go on. Uh,
0: Yeah, something that, you know, something that we're going to talk about later on. I don't want to get into it right now cuz we don't have a lot of time, but something that after the season, whenever that's going to be, um, you really saw the deterioration in Malcolm Jenkins's play from this year and last year. You see his level of play kind of going down. Um, you saw, you know, you look at him against Julio last year and then him against Julio this year. He he definitely he looks he he's got some kinks in his armor. I don't know I don't know if I even want him play, starting uh, next year. But that's know, a discussion no, for another day. That.
1: No, I, I don't know about that. I think I think he stepped up his game this week. I think this year uh definitely more so than last year. I think his focus was off the field a lot more than last year. And again, I have an issue with that. I have no issue with the cause he's taken up, but I just have an issue with yeah. I don't know how much time he spent oh, drama. on that. I don't, I don't think I got the impression he was spending a lot of time on it based on the reports that were coming out that he was talking directly to the NFL and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't think you have any business doing things like that during this, during football time. I, just, mm-hmm. I, I have an issue with it because you're paid to play football. Yeah. You're paid to dedicate your life to it for six months in you're well, free to do whatever the football Yeah, you
0: but do it, I don't
1: know how but much. I mean, how much anyway. Yeah, but that's a yeah. good point. All right. But we'll talk about it more in the offseason, right. but I, I wouldn't be, I'm not, I, I, I I he's the best DB we've had since Dawkins. I'll go that far.
0: I would, I would, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we should cut him. I'm saying I don't think he should be a starter. I think he should become more of a mentor role than a, uh, whatever. Nah. We'll discuss this another time. Uh, let's jump right in because we do not have a lot of time left uh, to the Vikings. We are not going to talk about the Viking Saints game, but basically the, the big play um, that everyone's talking about is that Lucky Heave and Unlucky Tackle, by that uh safety um Marcus Williams who even though he you know he it's funny because that he won and lost them the game because he was really the catalyst for their comeback because he got that amazing pick on Case Keenum that he ran back um that, that that he ran back and put the Vikings in great position which really gave them the momentum to start their comeback at the end of the at the end of the second quarter if I'm not mistaken or maybe it's even in the beginning of the third quarter. Um which really you know I th- it's I think it's a third quarter. Um, you know he really did a did a job on him. Um, and and then he, you know he misses that play. He's trying to go. He's trying not to tackle the guy too early. He's trying not to hit him. Trying to get that uh get that in good. You know he's trying he's trying to make sure he doesn't get the get the ball. Uh, you know he's trying to make sure he doesn't hit him early so that he doesn't get called on pi so that stops the clock and not the opportunity to kill to kick a field goal. He just kind of avoids it and then he. Very sadly, hits his own uh, defensive back. I don't know. I saw this play, and I saw this game, and it. Do- I didn't see anything. You know, nothing really scared me. Now, honestly, I would have preferred the the Saints because that I'll take strength versus strength and weakness versus weakness, opposed to this point. It's strength fuck is- no. I fuck
1: would- no. This is the matchup. <laughs>
0: See, this is strength versus strength. This is strength versus weakness, right? We both got great defenses, um, and our offenses are, you know, Nick Foles is pretty good. Case Keenum, their offense is currently playing better than ours. Um, I would take, I would take Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen over, um, over Alshon Jeffrey. Not like the way they're playing, the way they played their season that they had this season. I take either of them over him. Um, However, I'm not that worried about it because I think our DBs, um, you know, I'm, I like the Darby Jigs matchup. I like the Thielen uh, mills matchup. I think that they match up very well and whoever they, whoever they're going to stick in the slot, like, um, number 17, I, I like, I like the matchup that we have on defense against their offense. Um, and our, and, and, and look. At the end of the day, their defense is is all about scheming. You know, There is also that meta story of Pat Shermer coming back to the Eagles, um, but the, their, their defense especially is all about scheming. It's all about play calling, um, and that's one thing Doug's very good at. He's very good at scheming against the other team. Um, we see this time and time again. He goes up, and he puts on a great scheme against other players. That'll be a battle of the minds. That, I feel like this game is going to come down to which team schemed the other team's defense better? Um, our defense is is a lot easier to scheme, or a lot harder, I guess, to scheme because that we don't really have a scheme. With us, it's just more we're gonna outplay, we're gonna out, we're gonna be more physical than you. We're gonna get to your quarterback, and so I don't know how much of a scheme you have for that. I'm assuming we're gonna, they're gonna have a lot of quick passes, um, and then they're gonna try to catch us on a slug where they're gonna play us a lot like the like the Giants did. Um, but I don't know. I'm very like torn on this game in the sense of. I have a lot more confidence seeing what Nick Foles did in the second half. Like, he had a great second half. He came back from playing horribly, for me saying, oh, we're for sure done. To me saying, I could see this guy playing in the Super Bowl and winning. If he plays the whole game like he played in the second half, and Big V steps up and doesn't get embarrassed by Everson Griffin, we have a very, very solid chance right here to get to the Super Bowl and play probably the Patriots, but I don't know. But, you know, what, what do you think? What do you think about this matchup?
1: Um, okay, so first thing I'll touch on is I'm so happy we did not play the Saints. Um, purely because Drew Brees is going to the Hall of Fame. He's insanely good. <laughs> um, their defense might be ass. I'm just saying I think our defense would have a hard time slowing Drew Brees down because he's Drew Brees. He's so good. <laughs> and they've got Michael Thomas, they've got Kamara, they've got Ingram, they've got a half-decent O-line and they've got what's his name the other receiver and i can't remember his name but anyway they're irrelevant they're gone i'm so Mm. happy like so happy i can't even tell you how happy i am about that so the vikings matchup i love it and i think the defense versus defense matchup is very close they i really like eric kendricks i really hoped we drafted eric kendricks when he was coming out just so we could have the other two brothers, obviously, and all, and because I thought he was a beast in college, and um, like it's so weird to me, like how much better he is than Michael it's kind of weird, but um, he's so good, and um, he's very he like him and uh, Harrison Smith. I think Harrison Smith is horrifically overrated, but um, uh, Eric Hendricks is their main guy. I they do not have a Fletcher Cox on the line They've got a few solid players. But I would take Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham over anyone under d line.
0: Yeah, but week. you you can't underplay Everson Griffin. He is a force to be right. Everson Griffin's yeah. Everson
1: Griffin's a beast. Brian Robson's a beast. Daniel Hunter's a beast. Joseph Linval's a beast. They've got guys who are really good. They're they're solid. But we're deeper. We we go six oh, seven. Deep. Our D go... Our D
0: line is for sure better than theirs. Um, yeah, just, would... just
1: in terms of depth. But okay. But here, here's what I'm gonna say. Right. Okay. In terms of how it's all going to come down to, like, okay, it's probably going to end up being a shootout because I'm saying this. So, probably (laughs) 42 35 game now, and the defense are going to be ass. But anyway, it's going to come down to which defense is the most effective. Our O line is significantly better than their O line. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'll take everyone part big V is on a different level to their O line. Okay, and I'll fight anyone who wants to say otherwise. Mm Our running backs are better. The only thing I'm worried about is that fucking Jarek McKinnon. I don't know if you've ever seen like a spider chart. That guy is ludicrously athletic. It doesn't make sense why he isn't good in the NFL and why he can't beat out Latavius Murphy and, and our fat <laughs> running back they had last oh, year. Anyway.
0: Jarek McKinnon. He he's he's athletic, but he's not athletic in the right ways. He's like. I don't know. He's athletic I, in I was never. He is not, got the no, because he's not. He's, he's right not. Anyway. He's not super strong, and he's not super he quick. He's not. He is. <laughs> he's look insane. At, is I didn't look at any of his plays. He's. He's very. He's very running back number two. I, I've never been very impressed with him. I always. Yeah. Against our defense, okay. not, he enough. doesn't like have the still, speed. He doesn't have the speed to beat our our linebackers on the outside, and he doesn't have the strength to power through Timmy Jernigan and Fletcher Cox
1: okay. or even Bo Here's Bo gonna say. Better. Here's what I'm gonna say. Just cause I googled it real quick. He's two ten. He ran a four tree and he did thirty two reps on the bench press. That doesn't none of that makes any sense. Okay.
0: That None may be that. true, but look at his play. Okay. Numbers okay. only get but used so Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. It's just, he is ludicrously athletic. And I just, it's one of those things where if he gets a bit of space, he's gone. There's no catch, you know. But anyway, I just, I, I, I would hate for us to lose to Jarek McKinnon. I, I would, that would really upset me because, yeah. as you were saying, he's not that good. He's just really fast and really strong. So, anyway, forgetting, setting aside Jarek McKinnon, our running backs are better than their running backs. Yeah. Receivers, eh. I, I would agree. Diggs and Talon are probably better than Jeffrey.
0: But to degree Jeffrey's a receiver. But I'm saying okay. their one and two are better, G- R1, and are better than our one are better than one, but their overall core I would probably take our overall core over their overall yeah, core.
1: Okay. The the biggest one is Ertz. Ertz is better than Rudolph by a long shot. Oh yeah. Ertz is much more talented. But
0: Kendricks Diggs. is a different beast.
1: Yeah, okay, but anyway, just but just focusing on their offense for a sec, right? Case Keenum is Case Keenum. Yeah, he's playing well, great, fair play to him. But, but you see what D-line happens once he's under
0: pressure. He's got a five... Yeah, yeah,
1: our D-line will get to him, no doubt about it. And I don't think their D-line will get to Foles as much as our, our D-line will get to him, uh, Of Keen. course. And also, and I think we'll, I I think, I think generate think we'll see a lot moments.
0: more of, uh, of zero blitzes because that... I'm not really worried of, you know, Diggs. Darby is way faster than Diggs. And Mills is... Yeah, but Diggs much... is a
1: really good route runner. A route runner. Yeah, but Darby... It... He's insane. Mm, I'm, he...
0: not, I'm not worried. Darby's problem is never with route running. Darby's problem is more when, when he gets faked out. I, I, I hear... Which it... is what a good route yeah, runner I know.
1: Do. But look, okay, just again, we could beat around the bush. So the point I'm trying to get to is... I think we have the potential to... Hold the ball a lot longer than them by running the ball. I think we have to run the ball much more effectively than they will ever come close to running against us. I don't think Xavier's Murphy is that good. Again, their O line isn't as good as our O line. Plus, our play calling and offense is a lot better. So um, I think we'll hold on to the ball a
0: lot bigger than ours. Yeah,
1: okay, but it's okay. That's outside guys are,
0: are, 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 are. I mean, so yeah, if 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 we design a bunch of plays to the outside, like I feel like Corey Clement. We literally run outside zone. What? Yeah,
1: we run outside zone with JHI. Yeah. But look, regardless, okay, we're gonna run the ball better than them. We're gonna hold the ball longer. Nick isn't gonna have to take any stupid risks with the ball. Okay, more than half the passes he threw, like, completed against. Uh, uh who did we just beat?
0: Against Falcons. At oh, the know. Falcons.
1: Well, yeah, my mind just went. <laughs> my mind just went blank. That was so weird. Ugh, all those concussions. But anyway, um, <laughs> and yeah. So the Falcons have a good defense. Over half the passes he completed went to tight end or running back. And that's all we need to do against the Vikings. Yeah. Just nickel and dime them. Keep the clock moving. Keep the chains moving. You, and then you, you put can't Case in situation dime against where... the
0: Vikings, though. That's not. You they can. play much more. You can. The... Against they don't play cover three they play hard defensive you know they they got listen Kendricks Eric Kendricks I think that's his name like he's yeah. he's better than Michael Kendricks obviously oh, obviously he's smarter and he snuffs out those a lot of those screen passes would probably be snuffed out by him because he's he's so good I I again I'm not saying okay. it's impossible. Ian Jones is pretty good. Who? Yeah, the, but he's not... Uh,
1: Falcons. The yeah, yeah. Batter. He's but... not as good as Kendricks. but he's pretty good. right? Look, okay, My, again, it all comes back to we'll keep the ball longer than that. Yeah. I firmly believe that. And because of that, Case Keenum is going to have to hold on to the ball for a little bit too long. And I think Fletcher Cox is going to get a fumble or Graham's is going to get a fumble or he's going to throw a bad pass as he's being hit and Jenkins or Mills or someone is going to pick it off and run it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's going to be a territory battle our special teams are better than their special teams. Where I think punting will be a big part of it. I think again, we don't need to, again. That's look, it's the same game as the Falcons. So don't do anything stupid with the ball, and we can we yeah. can beat this team. We, no what, to be,
0: yeah, what we should probably like factor in here also is it, our offense um, has changed drastically, but our steam our scheming hasn't. You know, if we go back to last year's matchup, I don't like. I could be wrong on this, and like a Vikings fan will get on me. And think and think I'm retar- ridiculous for not realizing that there is, but I don't really remember like a huge difference between like I don't know how much their defense has actually changed um, over this past and last year we didn't have such a hard time um, uh, dealing with a lot of their with a lot of with a lot of their things with you know we passed the ball well we scored twenty one points with. Last year's uh, Carson Wentz, so a a comparison I think we should probably make is is Nick Foles uh, the equivalent or is he better or worse than what Carson Wentz was last year? And so, you know, I think I think that that can also be brought into brought into mind. Because that we did a pretty good job on them last season. Yeah, they got a bunch. You know, it was a turnover fest. It was ugly, and the weather was much better. You know, and that also is going to be a factor. How were the Eagles. We play outside in the cold, and they play in a dome. They're a soft dome team. Even though it's up in Minnesota and it's cold, they don't play in the cold. So, I mean, as a fan, obviously I'm going to pick the Vikings. I think it's ridiculous that we're a three-point underdog. I'm going to pick the Vikings. I, sorry, I'm going to pick Did I say we we're going to pick the Vikings? I meant yes, I'm going to pick the I'm going to pick Oh shit. I meant I meant I'm going to pick the Eagles. I, I look I I think I think we did a pretty good um one to one matchup assessment. I was saying if if we do if we do each side against the, against the other, I'm saying yeah, Xavier Woods is probably going to shut down um Alshon Jeffrey. Um if they're smart, they'll just keep him on one side of the field, but I don't see sorry Xavier Rhodes, not Xavier Woods, um, but I don't see um, Aguilar and Torrey Smith and Matt Collins all getting shut down um, by their by their by their corners. I I think that their corners like their Xavier Rhodes is obviously great, but their number two isn't isn't that amazing at least in my opinion from what I've seen from what I've been able to to assess, and so we're really gonna end up having this. This this interesting matchup of the number twos against them, and I think we we actually win that matchup. Um, our our O line is a very big and tough O line. I feel like a, um, Jason Kelsey's gonna have a hard time with their O line because their O line is just big, bulky, and scary. Um, I think Corey Clements can have a great game because I think that he matches up very well against because he's nimble enough that, yeah, Eric Hendricks would make a good player, too. Obviously, it's the playoffs, but, you know, he could get around them, and if we get a good block on Eric Hendricks, he, he could he could be gone. Jay Ajayi's zone runs outside also. Like, their O-line is big, but they're not fast. They're not, you know, they don't have any Brandon Graham, Vinnie Curry, like, sort of outside linebacker, defensive, uh, you know, uh DN sort of players. Which will, I think, come into come come to help us a lot. We'll probably have a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, jet sweeps, at least fakes, and jet, and you know, probably a bunch of interesting play calls. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a lot of uh, of wide receiver screens, um, just in order to make it, just in order so that we can kind of get rid of the Eric Kendricks problem. Because if we have a wide receiver screen, he can't, he won't have enough time to get to the field. We'll get a good chunk of, a good chunk of yardage. Um, but overall, I'm not, like, their defense is scary, but I feel like our offense, as funny as it sounds, matches up against them much better than the than the Saints' offense, because at the Saints' offense is basically Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, so you shut down Mark Ingram because he had the big front, Alvin Kamara is shut down by, by Eric Kendricks, and then Michael Thomas is shut down by Xavier Rhodes. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, some people probably laugh at me for saying this, but I feel like... Overall, we match up much better against them than the Saints matched up against them. Do you think I'm crazy on? No, like, the
1: main thing is that they, the Saints don't have a defense whatsoever. Hmm. We do. And it's arguably as good as the Vikings. Just losing Jordan Hicks really hurts our defense. Like, it's incredible how much it hurts our defense. But, um, yeah, Um I mean, we could go around in circles all day, yeah. like you know, talking about this guy versus that guy and this guy versus that guy. We have all the, like, there's a clear path to victory for the Eagles, mm-hmm. and it, this is why I'm so happy we're not playing the Saints. The the path to victory beating the Saints is you have to stop Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's like that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. No matter how good your defense is, this one. He's he, he's like his his career career completion percentage is like seventy <laughs> percent. It doesn't make sense how good Drew Brees is. Yeah. And w- whatever about like what like he had a couple of bad trolls against the Vikings, I know that, but regardless, he's still Drew Brees. Um and like when it came time to it, he was lighting them up. It's mm-hmm. not his fault they lost that game, far from it, obviously. Um but I well anyway, go back to the Vikings, forget about sucking off Drew yeah. Brees. Yeah. Um, uh, the Vikings are limited on offense. They, they have their best. The best part of their offense is Diggs and Taylor. Mm-hmm. But in order for them to be the best part of their offense, Keenum has to get them the they ball.
0: Time. The problem
1: is Keenum is going to not have a lot of time.
0: We, and... we,
1: the defense knows this. The defense has to get to Keenum, and if you get to Keenum he'll fall apart. He's not that good. He's still Case Keenum. (laughs) Nick Foles is still Nick Foles. Fair enough, Nick Foles played at that high level once upon a time. he's still Nick Foles. I'm so happy he's our backup, but Case Keenum is Case Keenum. It's as simple as that. As good as he's playing, and I suppose one of the, not the main things, people might say this is irrelevant. I I think it's a point well worth pointing out. It's actually really hard to come down from such a big moment.
0: Mm-hmm. They've
1: got to they've got to forget about that win they just got. Like that yeah. that miracle never happened before.
0: And we have an Crazy extra day, over, every, extra
1: day of preparation. Yeah, of, whatever about that. Like that, that won't make that much difference. They have to come down from that emotional high. Forget mm-hmm. about it. Like literally making history. Like no one had ever sort of walk off touchdown to win a game yeah. before in the playoffs. Ever never
0: happened. Yep.
1: They have um, to come off that and come back down, get back to the, to the grind of tape, 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 eagles, yeah. eagles, eagles. It's also, your ego is
0: super inflated after play. such a win. Uh,
1: exactly. And everyone has fallen in love with them. They're America's sweethearts now. Yeah. Everyone wants the Vikings at home so they can all do their clappy skull thing when they're at home. I hope to God we beat the piss out. of them. <laughs> I think the, the no, but like here's the thing, right? So in one locker room, you have an incredible high. Like, yeah, yeah obviously they're still thinking we, like, we've got one more game until we get to the Super Bowl. They know that, but still, they've got an incredible emotional yeah. high that you can't just forget about it. It's history. Like it was crazy yeah, what yeah. happened, uh-huh. right? And then on the other side, the other side, you have the underdogs who keep getting disrespected. And disrespected, we are underdogs again against the Vikings. Three oh, point underdogs.
0: That's more of an underdog yeah. than we were against the Falcons when everyone thought Nick Foles couldn't throw. That's, a ball.
1: No, that's that's the thing, right? That we're basically six points because you get three points at home right. by default. Vegas gives everyone at home three points. So we're basically a six point underdog as far as Vegas is concerned. Yeah. Right. But th- so but this is because oh, we haven't got Wentz. Okay, but they haven't got Bradford, they haven't got Teddy Bridgewater, or they've got Case Keenum. Yeah, it's just the team is just being disrespected, and it's beautiful because this is what Belichick lives for. Yeah, it, it's what he loves because then it's just everyone. Let's get it, it's also against the world.
0: The chip on the shoulder. We're not
1: in that fucking dome. We have this crazy crowd that's going to be
0: our crowd's going to be bouncing nuts. Off the we're gonna have the we're gonna have the we're gonna have the dog. Oh my god, the dog mask. Yes,
1: yeah, okay. And they have to. They are going to come in. Again, some of them are still going to be thinking about mm-hmm. that digs catch. I I can guarantee you that. And then
0: Try making big Nigel ways.
1: Bradham, it, Nigel Bradham is going to go and smack one of them in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit, we've a game to play, <laughs> and it's I know I know it's not as cut and dry as that, but that that will play a factor, especially early yeah. on. And I really hope that you know I, mean? I, I guess that's what I think that's what I don't have to hope the Eagles. They've no confidence. In like they've confidence in themselves, but they've no like ego thing. Like they're not being you know put up on a pedestal. As, oh, the Eagles are definitely going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like the Eagles went from favorites, odds-on favorites to win the Super Bowl. To I think even now you can get four to one on the Eagles winning the Super Bowl.
0: I think we're, after this win we're fifty-three percent to to get to reach the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah, Maybe but whatever it down. is. But anyway, no, they're,
1: yeah. just, they're being disrespected left, right, and center, and that is the. It, that mentality is so much easier to coach and work with than,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, man, how great are we? Like, right. We made history yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's go watch tape on the Eagles.
0: <laughs> one, one last point that I think is going to factor in is that they haven't had a good run game at all. They're going to have a non-existent run game this, this season, this game. Because that... The that, whole that, that worked school. for the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, not everyone's got Russell Wilson who can run around his ass. Um, but this exactly. game, like, they literally, like... They have a bad run run, run rushing offense anyways. And we are great at blocking the run. And they only rush down the middle. They barely do any zone outside, any tosses or anything like that. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very... I'm very excited because I see the, you know, as you said, I see the path to victory. All it requires is one or two plays, and we're there. And so, you know, I'm excited. I can't wait for Sunday night. I'm I'm going to be going out of my mind for, for Sunday evening, I guess, not really night. Um, and, yeah, oh, fly, Eagles, fly. That's all I can freaking say. We, oh, pick this game.
1: Um, I'm going to go. Eagles seventeen, Vikings 13.
0: Ooh. I'm gonna go I think I think Eagles offense is gonna do better than than, than people are assuming. Um, I'm gonna go Eagles wow. get Eagles get twenty four Vikings are held to ten. I think it's close game till the end. Eagles score a game-ending touchdown like at the fourth quarter. Put it up two possessions and game over. Um, oh, and you got any bold predictions for this game?
1: Um, you go first. I'm going to take one.
0: <laughs> All right. My bold prediction is Corey Clement gets both a receiving and rushing touchdown this game. I think this is going to be a huge game. I think he goes for over 100 yards scrimmage. Be uh, because of the matchup. I could be completely wrong, but I got—I don't know—I got this feeling that Clements gonna have a big game in the playoffs, um, and I'm also gonna predict that Jake Elliott makes a long field goal but misses another extra point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that just—that's already a given with him. So like, who knows? Um, all right, I give you enough time, um, or did I think of my? I start But
1: no, it's a ball prediction in a in a what I'm predicting will be a close game. It's hard to come up with one, but like yeah. I think the Eagles will win the turnover battle number one. I don't think their run game will get more than sixty yards. I think we'll absolutely shut it down. Um, and I think it, this, this will be call in the game, not ball predictions. I think it'll all come down to patience on the offense, like literally. Yeah. Three, make four yards, passes. three yards, four, yards, exactly. four yards, five yards, four yards, five yards, oh 11 yards, three yards, three yards, four yards. Doing, doing that and just wearing them down. Not even wearing them down because we're going to be worn down doing it. But we can do that. I can see us doing that, but I can't see them doing that to our defense mm-hmm. because I don't think they have the capacity in the run game yeah. to continuously move on. They have the capacity to get, oh, 20, 35 yards to digs or to Thielen Great, good for them. As long as we don't do anything stupid and give up an 80-yard touchdown, yeah. our defense can bend, and it can bend, but it never breaks. I've seen that over and over and over again. Let them bend to the 20-yard plays, the 15 yards, the digs, whatever it is. Let them do that. And let's just fucking pound in into yep. submission. That's what I say. I
0: think, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, their defense plays it much closer to the vest. They're a don't, bre- don't bend, don't break kind of mentality. Um, opposed to our defense is willing to, to give a little bit more breathing room to the other team. I feel like the... I don't know. I I feel like like we're going to have actually a couple of really big plays because of their close. We're going to have a good play. Torrey Smith... I mean, obviously, one of the first five plays, Foles is chucking a ball down the field no matter what. But I really feel like like it's going to be like... We're going to have one of those plays, a pick, play, something, some great play design that just leaves one of our Trey Burton or Zach Ertz or or someone wide open down the field. And that's really going to, you know, I don't think I don't think we can because this team isn't isn't like the Falcons. They don't play cover three all game. They don't dink and dunk. They they're in your face. They're beat me off the line. They're they're uh, We're not going to let you run through us. So I think we're gonna need a, a very very good play designing by Doug Peterson. I hope he pulls out all the stops because this is it, and I'm excited for the Eagles to win this game. I can't wait. Um, uh, and I don't know, but but what about you?
1: But yeah, no, I can't wait either. It's yeah. gonna be so good. And um, yeah, the main thing is is that Drew Brees could move the ball against this offense. Right. And Nick Foles is kind of like Drew Brees in that. Um, he plays quarterback, <laughs> so like he has start going for him. You know what I mean? And <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> no, look, we there's a much easier path to victory than the Saints. I don't, uh, I don't care what anyone says, mm-hmm. and uh, I really, really, really hope the game plan is near identical. Because that's all it needs to be. And I think if it's identical, we can, and we execute as well as we did on offense against the Falcons. Yep. Which, again, obviously is going to be harder. But if we can do that, I think we could get a higher score than what I'm predicting. I just I think it will be a tight kick because it's playoff football. Playoff football is always close. Yep. But the biggest difference between this game and the Falcons game will be, I think the defense will get their turnovers. I don't think Kendrick will drop a pick that's thrown straight to him. And um, hopefully no, that doesn't mean that Eric Hendricks is going to get a pick. Because yeah. I, that, I mean, Hendricks. Um, <laughs> and I think, he, again, we got lucky a couple of times with Foles not getting picked off, but we had some really stupid turnovers. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be an issue because that was a bad look.
0: Yeah, I also think that I also think that Foles, um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if Foles came out kicking on all cylinders. I feel like it took him time to get into the rhythm, but now that he's in the rhythm, you know, he's in the zone. Hope- I mean, I don't, I don't think that now, like, he'll come out again looking the way he looked at the beginning of this game. I think that he struggled, 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 couldn't really figure anything out, and then, like, bam, clicked. And hopefully that is what happened, and it clicked, and now, you know, now he's going to come out kicking kicking, clicking on all cylinders and really making this into a game to be remembered. And with... Yeah,
1: and actually just... Just yeah. one last thing as well, just about Eric Hendricks. we talked about how good he is. Eric Hendricks, like his brother, isn't that big. He's like 230 pounds. If I am Doug, I'm telling the carpent to make a beeline for him and <laughs> mm-hmm. let him know he's a little boy. The guy <laughs> is, just like Deion Jones is. I'd say if he has 5 to 10 pounds on a joy, I'd be surprised. He's one of these small, undersized linebackers that became popular because the, uh, the NFL became so spread offense. Run it at him. Just mm-hmm. run the ball at them. And if they stop us, they stop us. But let the guard plant, and it's 250 and fifty-yard bounds. Yeah. Make a B-line for him. And don't, and and don't forget,
0: our O-line, like, if, if if our O-line is capable of overpowering their D-line, then their linebacking core is not a big one, as you said. And so, Jay, a Giant, yeah, like, like a as, puck, it'll be either, either 2 yards or 10 yards. I mean, I don't think we're going to get that many, like, 3, 4 yards that are stopped by their linebackers because that I guess you're right bar but I don't know either way.
1: Well, we'll see, but I, I again I, yeah. I'm thinking we'll win this game.
0: All right, Constantly. guys. And with that, it is time after our long podcast to sign off. This has been the Birds Review. Um you can catch us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Upvote this vote on on Reddit and Subscribe to us on iTunes or on SoundCloud, whichever one you want. Um, like us, you can comment, leave a comment what you think is going to happen with this game. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. I have been John Katz at Y O N I C K T Z on Twitter. With me here has been Owen. You fuck Case Keenum. Fuck Case Keenum. Actually. And Stephanie. It's unusual for me. Yeah, we might get 10 Bradford. So, I, I don't know. Fuck on,